You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. DJ Allie Klein here to interview Beverage of Beverage and the Drinks. We're here today to talk about the new Beverage and the Drinks album, Cockeyed, coming out on Midwest Action. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. So, Bev, tell me about this new record and maybe how it's slightly different um, from your EP release, Honk, if you're hungry. Hey, Allie, thanks for having us. Uh, my name is Beverage of Beverage and the Drinks. And uh, like you said, we have this new album called Cockeyed coming out on Midwest Action. Uh, it came out on September 1st. And we're very excited about this album. It was recorded with Madison Moore of Absolutely Not and Brian Fox over at Altered States in Chicago. And we're very excited about the album. It sounds quite a bit like we sound live, which we're excited about. Our last album was pretty polished, and we're very proud of that one as well. But this one kind of gives us or gives you the uh, full beverage and the drinks experience that you can get in our live shows, which we think are pretty fun. Cool. You uh, also recently released a new music video for your song, Limp Wrist, uh, and Sam, the bass player, shot and edited it. Um, How much fun was that to make, and uh, who are some of the other folks involved in that? Uh, It was so much fun. I think you can probably tell how much fun it was if you watch it. Uh, It's based on old 90s uh, style QVC home shopping network uh, videos, which um, are pretty ridiculous if you see them. So we kind of re- reinterpreted that to be all about this product that helps out when someone may have uh, difficulty straightening out their wrists. <laughs> but the song kind of starts out as uh, poking a little bit of fun at people with limp wrists, but it's actually a really empowering song about limp wrists being something that you should really not be ashamed of. You should really uh, embrace your uh feminine or masculine sides or whatever is in between those two things. talked about how the record really showcases uh, how you guys sound live. Um, it's really fun to experience a beverage and the drinks show, and you guys often pass out snacks to the audience uh, at your shows. What do you think is your favorite snack food? Oh, my favorite snack food. So a, <laughs> I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I am not a very avid snacker. But my favorite snacks are, let's see, I do love bugles. I just had the um, the ranch flavor. Those were pretty good. And I'm a big fan of trail mix, uh, especially if it has like some chocolate in it. So maybe I am a big snacker. I don't know. <laughs> um, one thing about passing out snacks at our shows. So the reason why we do that is because I used to go to so many shows when I was younger of bands that I absolutely loved on record, and you would go to see their shows, and it was so damn boring. So we really want to embrace the uh, the gimmicks and the, the pageantry of a live show that it really should uh, be whenever you go see a band live. You don't want to be bored. You don't want to see a bunch of bunch of people standing up there and it seems like they don't like what they're doing or what they're giving the audience. Right, so for sure. That's why we do that. It's definitely way more engaging and something that definitely stuck out the first time I saw you guys. So, yeah, keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Great. We also uh, we also do costume changes. We throw out little uh, little toys and all kinds of stuff. During our pride shows, we hand painted a bunch of tidy whities with some slogans and some uh, some eggplant emojis on them, and threw those in the audience, which was a big hit. With <laughs> So tell me a little bit about the history of Beverly Rage, the character, the person. Uh, maybe what was your first drag experience? Uh, the character came about about seven years ago, and I was never quite sure how to really use drag to be to complement the art that I like to do, which is playing in bands, playing in punk rock bands especially. And it's not a new thing that drag and punk go together, but it just didn't really. I didn't. I didn't see that out in the world. So after a few years of kind of toying with this idea, I found Aaron Anger, uh, who's our guitar player, and he plays drums on some of our songs. And we were talking, and it kind of all came together harmoniously that we would bring this character that I've been uh, honing over the past few years to this pop punk band that we really wanted to form, where we would embrace uh, queer, queer topics. And it has worked out pretty well so far. Cool. Biggest fashion inspiration for your look and outfits? Oh my gosh. Uh, I get all my fashion inspiration from my upbringing, which is in uh, the, the, the dregs of rural Ohio. So, <laughs> so I have a lot of curlers in my hair. I have big white trash, uh, white trash hair and, uh, fashion inspiration <laughs> also very stretchy jumpsuits that are very cheap very breathable and i can move in them yeah and i I, uh, I make all my hair because it's much cheaper to make it than to buy some nice uh, lace fronts so my hair is very big very much a uh, beverage staple to have big feathered gross hair do you have a favorite outfit that you've made so far um i do not have a favorite outfit but i do have a few favorite wigs so I made one recently for our Pride season, which are a bunch of very lifelike uh, eggplants that act as curlers in my hair uh, with some bright green hair. Also, a signature Bev wig is probably the beer can curlers, which are on the, on the cover of the first album. And I also have a pretty cool wig that's featured on the cover of cockeyed which is a wig with a bunch of different snack foods uh weaved into it what would you say has been a challenge you guys have faced as a band i feel i feel like sometimes we don't take it taken seriously as a as a fully fully uh as as a real band sometimes um it's very easy to see us from afar, see photos of us, and just think it's kind of a gimmick or a joke. Yeah. But uh, we do take ourselves very seriously, and uh, we are a very uh, serious band when it comes to the music that we make and what we try to do. Being taken as a joke can be a a plus sometimes because you can be seen as hey i would really love to see this crazy drag queen punk rock band that i've never seen anywhere else then they will come to see you and realize that you're actually a 
pretty damn good band, uh, and you put on a great show. We are all about supporting local music. Can you name maybe your top three or top five Chicago bands that you are listening to right now? So local bands I am very into these days are, of course, Glitter Money. Uh, they're, they're the best act in Chicago right now, I think. There's a band that we've played with a few times who I love called Radio Shack. Uh, I put on a monthly show at Reed's called Hot Fruit, and there are a ton of bands that I have booked on Hot Fruit that everyone should check out. I pride myself on booking bands that I love, um, either female-fronted or queer or a combination of those things. Uh, OVFL just played recently. Uh, We have a show in a few weeks that has Beastie on it, of course. And uh, we just have a ton of friends bands in Chicago, too. So Mystery Action, Supersonic Space Rebels, who else so pretty is, of course. Any advice that you would have for anyone in the music scene who isn't in that same old mold of just like straight white dude band? <laughs> yeah, I, I love that question because I I am a I am a cis white dude, uh, but I've always felt a little bit different because I'm uh, I'm queer and I uh, I'm a little uh, more feminine than uh, most bands and and the subject matter that I that I write about and sing about are things that I experience in my life uh, so I've always been not really fitting in within that straight white dude uh, band scene that you see so often uh, I, I think that it's a positive thing if you're different I I don't want to see those bands and I think that that trend is the trend is turning to more interesting music, uh, more interesting music made by uh, women or people of color or uh, just interesting musicians that don't really fit into what you saw 10 years ago or 20 years ago on record labels and whatnot. So I think that just, it sounds generic, but just like keep going. Uh, People will recognize you for the music that you make, I hope. And just do something that you really, just do something that makes you happy. That's all, that's why we all do it, right? <laughs> totally. Um, cool. Anything else that you want to touch on or mention while I've got you? Let's see. Uh, of course, pick up our new album. We are so proud of it. Uh, let's see. Go support local music. Go see shows at places like Reeds or the Auxiliary Arts Center, a bunch of DIY spaces around town, because that's really where... Uh, exciting music is coming up support chirp because it's great and come see us and say hi to me because i'm (laughs) I'm very nice and easy to spot too uh where can people find you online yeah uh we're everywhere so the band is on instagram at beverage and the drinks thank you so much bev for sitting down with me thank you ali You can check out the new Beverage and the Drinks album Cockeyed out now on Midwest Action. For ChirpRadio.org and 107.1 FM, I'm DJ Allie Klein.
You can find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.